Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. To my bed crimers, hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Let me just ask that after listening to and or watching the video, if you found you enjoyed it, please do me a favor, smash that like button. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a Patreon membership. You'll find a link in the description. Now, let's dig in. Today, I want to talk a little bit more about the witnesses who came forward to attorney John Ray to say that they had experiences with alleged serialist Rex Heuerman. Now, I talked about this in a previous video. Today, I'm going to share additional details that I've learned. John Ray represents the family of Shannon Gilbert, another female who was working as an escort at the time she disappeared in May of 2010. And in fact, it was during a search for Gilbert that the police found 10 additional bodies along Gilgo Beach in Long Island. Ray was on court TV last night, and he shared additional details about these new witnesses. One of the witnesses was a swinger who said that she and her former boyfriend, who was a narcotics detective in Brooklyn at the time, went to the Hewerman home in Massapequa Park in February of 1996 for a tryst with Rex and his wife, Asa Elarop. The lady said it was likely on Valentine's Day. For that tryst, the swinger, this swinger lady said she and her boyfriend picked up a woman who was on the street having just been released from jail. The swinger said that woman was Karen Vergata. The couple brought Vergata with them to the Hewerman home. Once at the house, Hewerman then allegedly got down and dirty with the detective, and Vergata was said to have gone downstairs. Ray said that when the female swinger offered to get down and dirty with Ellerup, Ellerup allegedly declined because the female swinger was African-American. That's new info, and if true, it would seem to imply that Asa Ellerup might be racist. Of course, we cannot be certain these witnesses are telling the truth, so this is all allegedly. But if it's true, it would also mean that Asa Ellerup was well aware of her husband's frequent trysts with escorts, some of whom ended up dead. Certainly if Vergata died at the hands of Hewerman, which we don't know yet, it would seem that Ellerup was likely home when that crime occurred, if it was this night, this night in February. Again, this is all allegedly we don't know if this stuff is fact or fiction. When the detective and his swinger girlfriend were driving away from the Hewerman house around 2 a.m., they saw Vergata run out of the home without her clothing and looking like she wanted to be taken along with them. The witness also said that Rex Hewerman was building a huge fire in the backyard at the time. Vergata disappeared on or around Valentine's Day in 1996. So again, if this story is true, it would seem to imply that Hewerman could be responsible 
for Vergata's death. We know she died because her legs and feet turned up on Fire Island in 1996, and then her skull, along with some teeth, were later found along Gilgo Beach. A second witness, described as a banker who worked on the side as a cab driver, told a story about escort Shannon Gilbert. The driver alleged that in the fall of 2009, she picked up Shannon from the Sayville Motor Lodge, where Shannon had locked herself in the bathroom during a tryst. When the driver arrived, she saw, quote, a very large man, who she later recognized as being Rex Hewerman, and he came running out of the motel with his hands and arms covering his face. The witness said Shannon told the driver that she'd been lured there by a man for a job, but when she got to the motel, he handed her an envelope of paper scraps instead of money. She'd been scammed by this large man. The man had told Shannon that the envelope was full of cash because he wanted to take care of her mother and sisters. Now, when I heard this story, it reminded me so much of the story out of South Carolina, the one about a missing mother named Julia Ann Bean, who vanished in 2017. Bean's daughter believes she saw her mother, Julia, who likely had been working as an escort with Hewerman right before her mother disappeared. Julia had told her daughter that this man expressed a desire to marry her and to take care of her family. I'm now wondering if this was part of Hewerman's M.O., or modus operandi, to bring what looked like a huge envelope of money along to his tryst to make the escort believe she was going to make a ton of money and that he was going to take care of her and her family. And then, not only did he not pay them for their services, but he also allegedly maybe took something huge away from them, their lives. Now, this cab driver witness had another alleged incident with Rex Hewerman in October of 2009 when she picked him up at a bar off exit 59. When he got into the car, the witness said in the affidavit, Hewerman told her they were going for a long ride in the woods and said they needed to pick up a girl who, quote, lived in a car across the street. When the driver questioned Hewerman about this, he got angry and said he wanted to do her in, do the driver in. He also clicked a weapon and he claimed he was a Brooklyn cop. So there's a third witness as well, according to John Ray, who described Hewerman as a serial user of escorts who would sometimes invite two at a time to his house. During several of those encounters, Ray said the witness told him Hewerman's wife, Asa Ellerup, was upstairs. Harrison, the police chief, said that he was present for one of the affidavit and that he continues to work with John Ray to ensure that every single stone is turned over. Ray added that officers accompanied him to interview another witness. Hewerman's lawyer so far has not commented on any of this. Robert Macedonio, an attorney representing Asa Ellerup, however, called Ray's press conference and his allegations a, quote, desperate attempt to keep himself relevant 
in a case that has nothing to do with his clients. This Macedonio said, quote, he has spent the last 12 years chasing his tail in a desperate attempt to find a person to sue civilly. He has no basis, in fact. Even his claims today don't match the profile of a serialist. Serialists don't hang out with other people. It doesn't fit the profile. It's completely outlandish, end quote. So that's what Ellerup's attorney is saying. Rodney Harrison told Newsweek this week that he has assigned two additional investigators to the Gilgo Beach investigation to focus on victims Karen Vergata and Valerie Mack. Mack vanished in 2000, and her remains were found along the Long Island coastline. Despite Rodney Harrison standing with John Ray, the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office said in a statement Wednesday that prosecutors and the Gilgo Beach Homicide Task Force had no prior knowledge of Ray's press conference and watched it not knowing what was going to be reported. No private attorneys are or have ever been members or agents of the task force, end quote. The office added that attorneys representing victims or their families by definition have a conflict of interest and should not be part of the investigation. Accordingly, private attorneys are not part of the task force and potential witnesses should not be reaching out to a private attorney with an interest in the outcome of the case end quote. So that's a lot to drink in and process. This is going to get interesting. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.